It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, St. Patty's Day postgame postshow podcast. Al's over there. I'm over here. We're back in the studio in our respective places. And it was an interesting morning, a very quick morning. Boomer said it at the end of the show that it really went quick, and I thought it did too. Uh, today was one of the easier remotes we've ever had. I thought I had good help back here with Eddie and Bob and, and Paul. You do what you do, and Craig does what he does, and even Boomer. It all went well. Um, but it was interesting because at one point, Al, in the 8 o'clock hour, I think, you went to play the keyboard because, quite frankly, Craig told you to because you made a comment in the car ride to the bar that you had been playing piano and you were learning the song Easy Like Sunday Morning by the Commodores, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, Craig put you on the spot. Well, which was fine because I thought I was ready to be put on the spot to play the keyboard in front of the crowd. What was interesting to me, though, and I was surprised you went and did it, because only from the standpoint of I've always been under the assumption that every keyboard sounds different. Yeah, they do. Like, they're tuned differently. It's not like picking up, like, cymbals. I mean, they just sound what they sound like. Yes. And I could tell immediately you were going to struggle, not because you didn't know what to do, but when you hit that first key, I could see the look on your face. I was like, what the hell key did I just hit? Yeah, it didn't sound like a piano. He had, no. the, he had the keyboard set for the other songs that the band does. Now, in fairness to you, yeah. there was at one point, you actually hit the very beginning perfectly, and the keyboard player interrupted you. And told me I was in, I was in the wrong key. When it was perfect. So That's I thought what you I got thought. a bad rap. I thought if he would have let you go at that point, you might have figured it out, and then you were flustered, and it was over. It brings up, here's the other thing I think, and this would be not just playing instruments, but maybe happens when kids are practicing sports or anything. Anything like, so I play this piano, uh, this digital piano that I have at home, right? And I'm used to sitting in my one chair that's at the exact height at the piano, at that only only that piano. And maybe that happens when you're practicing a sport that you're trying to yes. learn and you practice only in one place. Let's say you're practicing basketball and you only go to one gym all the time and only shoot this one way. You can't replicate that as easily in another spot. So there was no uh, seat for me to sit at. So I was standing at this keyboard. It didn't sound like my keyboard. And then mentally in my head, I was already gone and I, I forgot where I had to start putting my hands. Now, I love the reference you just made about the sports yeah. because it couldn't be more true. Dallin Cuff is a guy I did games with for seven years. He was a captain at Columbia, a hell of a ball player. And when we would go into games, especially if it wasn't an Ivy League school, if we went to, you know, Duke or we went to Kentucky or wherever we went, you know, these other big universities, we would walk in and he would start looking around. And I'd be like, what are you doing? And I learned after a couple of years what he was doing. Ohio State was a place. He's like, I'm looking at the depth perception and if this is a, a shooter's gym. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's still 10 feet tall. It's still a round cylinder. And he would get into how he goes, you're wrong. He goes, when you are practicing back at Columbia, your gym has a certain feel and a different look and you've yeah. got your spots on the floor. You come here, now all of a sudden the seats are higher. You know, the, the roof 
the bubble is taller. Everything feels different. And so it's kind of exactly what you're saying about an athlete or a pianist. A pianist right? that I am, Jerry. Uh, it's it's all the same. And so you're I, out of your element. Yeah, I feel like uh, to when I go home later on today, I'm going to periscope. Uh, I'll play some songs on my uh piano there and to show people that I can actually play the piano. Now you'll periscope it, you won't video it and then YouTube it, making sure that it's perfect. Because if you I periscope think, it and you suck, it's out yeah, there. Yeah, I think I'll periscope it and maybe I'll bang through a couple See, things. Now, that would show confidence. All right. Then I will do that. And your Jerry. expertise. I'll tell you who was not confident. A doctor, Jerry, is in trouble for giving a vasectomy to the wrong dude. Ugh. So this happened in uh in a British hospital. Didn't happen here in the U.S. But right. you know what they do here in the U.S.? And maybe they do this in other countries. There was a, um, I, I believe it was in Tampa where they, in the United States, uh, some number of years ago, they amputated the wrong leg I've on somebody. I've seen those stories, yeah. Yeah, so what they do is now they will uh, put an X with an actual Sharpie marker on the body part that they're going to work on. Is that true? Yeah, so when I went in for my hernia which was on my right side. They put an X on your penis? No, no. Well, the hernia is not on the penis, but they did put an X uh, to the... the um, right testicle? Uh, uh, well, the, the pubic area on my right-hand side. Wow. And put a big X, and they said... And they'll say to you before they put you under, they go... Whoosh, whoosh, they put the X on you. They go, this is the correct side we're doing today, correct? Yes? I go, yes. And then they... Oh, maybe that's what they ask you first. Then they put the X. Wow. And then you sign off on it. This surgery thing doesn't sound like any fun. No, but this happened. Uh, well, yeah, this guy, this guy gave a vasectomy to the wrong patient. You realize? I don't even know how, what that lawsuit would be because of this standpoint. When you do a vasectomy, they're not reversible. To where, if you go into a doctor's office right. saying you want a vasectomy, they'll talk to you about it. They'll explain it to you, and then they'll say you've got four months to make sure this is what you want. They can't do it right then and there, and they can't schedule it right then and there. For a vasectomy. You've got, yes. you, you got to think about it. You have to it. come back in four weeks and say, you know what, doctor, I thought about it. Let's do it. Because right now, vasectomies are not reversible, and they are 99.9% .9 effective. Unless you're Antonio Cromartie, then you have triplets uh, when you have a vasectomy. I, I don't know about that, but he's having another baby so, with his wife. So the vasectomy is basically... You snip uh, the, um, the I don't know the, the tube. I believe you snip the tube that carries the sperm, but it doesn't. It's a different tube that carries the semen. Correct. So you still ejaculate semen. You do, but there's nothing. There's no the, sperm in it. And the first few times you have sex or you do other things and you ejaculate, there's still sperm in there. It's like it's got to be filtered out. Got to be worked out. It does, and I think that takes three weeks. But then once it's out, you go back and get retested, you're going to get a 0% sperm rate. Wow. Uh, you know, 0 0.1 or whatever right. it is. But it's really close to zero. And that's it. There's no going back. Yeah. So that is, I mean, could you imagine if you go in to have a hernia and you come out and you're sterile? Yeah, this guy was only going in to get scar tissue removed. Oh, my God. And there was a, they switched around the schedules 
and the doctor wasn't aware that they'd switched their own schedules, and he gave a vasectomy to the guy instead. That is just brutal. So Does this it guy say what he's suing for? Well, he's uh, doesn't have a, an amount here, but he's suing for uh, physically and emotionally being traumatized. Sure, I could see. imagine if he's married, and let's say he didn't have kids yet. Right. What if he wants you know, children? I, you know, you look at a lot of lawsuits in our country, wherever, even in Britain, you know, Great Britain, London, whatever, and a lot of them are garbage. Yes. A lot of them are just people looking to get rich. That having been said, if that happens to you where someone, I don't know, cuts off the wrong foot, right? I think you have every right to get as much as that insurance company or that doctor is going to pay you. Did I ever tell you about the the documentary they did on the woman? Remember the very- well, You fi- love these documentaries. I know, I do. I mean, I do too, but you watch a lot of them. I do. I watch a lot of them. They're, this one was on, remember the the woman who sued McDonald's? Yes, with the coffee? Because the coffee was yeah, too I do. hot. Yeah. You know, and she was kind of mocked, and, and that was really brought up whenever anyone would bring up frivolous lawsuits. That one was always the example. Sure. Uh, but this documentary about it, really walked you through the process and what had happened is she it was an like a 90 year old woman late 80s early 90s she went to mcdonald's and they didn't put the uh the lid on correctly and she got third degree burns they showed the pictures on her thighs her inner thighs like very brutal yeah they went to mcdonald's and just said this woman didn't have insurance they said we want to be paid for the for the medical expenses that's all they were looking for and mcdonald's said no According to this documentary, right. uh, to which then they they went back to the records and found that other people had complained about the coffee being too hot. But everyone thought that that woman was just going after somebody to go after somebody. Because we suck as a right. society and as journalists, basically. We read the headlines and now we've all got a story to tell or we make the story our own. Right. You know, I've you brought that up. I've heard it like everybody else. When you bring that up. I wasn't aware of everything you just said. Right. Here's what I always thought. I thought the woman, I didn't know she was 90. I thought a woman got coffee at McDonald's. She went to drink it. She burned the roof of her mouth and she sued them. That's what I thought happened. Yeah, she spilled it. Like, honestly, right? It may have even got to her vagina. And that's burned her vagina. And that's negligence. Yes. If you don't put a cap on on 190 degree coffee. Right. I mean, that's, can you imagine if that happens to somebody you're driving? Right. Well, that's what it was. She she was in the drive-thru lane. Oh, I thought she was in the restaurant. No, she, she got it drive. in the, the drive through lane. I mean, just brutal. Yeah, it wasn't good. But and they, yeah, and they showed a history of people requesting and, and saying that they needed to lower the temperature. But uh, I would think burning your vagina on hot coffee or getting a vasectomy, same thing to me. Say you would get, I would give the same um, reward in a lawsuit. Yeah, that's also, by the way, a terrible way for birth control. Burning vagina? No, no, no. That would definitely do it. But snipping a tube. But it's also the most effective way. I guess. It's actually more effective than condoms, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because condoms, people screw that up. Right. Well, the difference with condoms is condoms prevent diseases. Yes. Whereas if you're married and you and your wife are clean and you have no issues, you don't need the condoms. Howard Stern claims, now Howard Stern's been married uh, quite a long time to his second wife now, I think over 15 years. He claims that they still use condoms. I could see that. And no one believes him. Why? Because they think you wouldn't be doing that with your wife, that there would be another method. I think it depends. But his theory is that he, he doesn't like the idea and doesn't think women should take the pill because who knows what that's doing to your hormones and things. And then outside of that, what's the next best, best method? He he doesn't want to get snipped. Right. I will say this. I happen to agree with him, 
and I have no interest in my wife taking medicine. Yeah. And so there's a few different things we do, but that is one of them sometimes. Not all the time. Condoms? But sometimes, sure. So you have condoms at your house? Some, yeah. You do? Not all the time. But yeah, from time to time, yes. Absolutely. Nice. I don't know how nice it is, now, but that is that is true. Now, would you, what if you could be the one to take the pill? And it's interesting you say that because there's an article in the paper, and I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. Uh, there was an article in the paper today, I think it's the University of Minnesota, they have developed a male birth control pill. Now, they're not sure of the effectiveness of it or what it will be. I think they're still five years away from it, uh, at least developing it and selling it. But that's coming. Like, soon. What, by the way, whatever happened to the woman condom? Remember that? That failed. They it, did. It, it did, didn't work, right? They did put it out. And it didn't work. It was just so, a whole scene. It was like a, a, it was like. That seems complicated. Putting a tube sock. Right. That does. I mean, the whole thing just seems weird. Yeah. That but was anyway, uh, they, they're supposed to be a male birth control pill coming out in the market. And again, I honestly have no interest in that. I am not a big, um, I don't like medicine. Right. I really don't. I don't mind taking an antibiotic if, I, if I'm really sick. That's fine, but you'll see me around here when I get a cold. Now, I don't get them often, but when I get them, I will try to just let it run, let it run through its course. Maybe take something to get through a work shift. When I go home, that's it. No medicine. Drink gallons of water. Gall- and by the way, that neti pot, you can take that and stick it too. That that's don't work. The thing either. you sh- you uh, I mean, put hot water in your nose. I mean, yeah, I've done that. That does nothing either. That's disgusting. You just, it's got to run its course. I don't like medicine. I really don't, unless it's to prevent uh, infection stuff like that. You have to take. So I don't think I would take them. I don't. I don't think there's any chance I would take a male birth control pill. Yeah, they say what's going to take so long to get it approved is that they have to study it long, long term to right. see that if it, that it's reversible. If you stop taking the pill, that you're no longer sterile because it makes exactly. you sterile. Right. Well, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, these are. You're right. These birth control pills for women. Some women they like don't get their period for like six months. You ever see those? Uh, those certain those certain pills are like you'll get your period once a year. Yes. Well, it's, that can't be right. I mean, it's so unnatural. And now listen, if you if someone's out there and you take them, good for you. I honestly, I don't care what you do. I wouldn't do it. That's all. How about those things? The 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 you know the IUDs or the the rings that go inside the vagina where you're. I think the way that works, the IUDs that your body thinks you're pregnant because there's something attached to the uterine wall. It's not. It's just none of this is any good. Yeah. I honestly never thought we were going to be talking about things inside your vagina today, but right, you never know what you're going to get when you tune into this podcast. I tell you what I would do, Jerry. I was thinking about opening my own business. Well, you should. Let's go. But it was going to be about male birth control. All right. Well, if you did that, you yeah. know, first of all, you'd be busy as hell. I do think that will take busy. off. That's male one of those businesses. Control. Yes, I think that will take off. But you I'm gonna, will be busy like you have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to have everything in this uh, this store. I'm going to have like a male birth control store. Okay. So I'm going to have condoms in there. I'm going to have, um, hmm, trying to think of the That's other That's really all you need, now. let's be honest. I'll have the, yeah, that's true. That would really be the only one I would that, have. It's kind of like. So how about this, a condom store, which I know I could run, but I'm not sure I could do the accounting. Well, what would you do then? Well. I guess my only option, Jerry, is to hire an expensive accountant. No, 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 no. Here's where I come in and help you. Oh, you're an you, accountant? Wh- no, I'm not an accountant, but oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to direct you where you would go. Oh, you would right? go to FreshBooks. What does that mean? Well, FreshBooks is an easy-to-use cloud accounting software that helps small business owners like what you would be yeah. get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. I was going to call it Al's Condom Store. 
I don't know how well that would do, but I think it would do all why right. Why would you stick with just condoms? That was that was your well, initial idea. Was, well, initially I was going to do just male birth control. Well, whatever you do, use fresh books to handle all of your accounting saw all of your accounting. I'm telling all you, my accounting got, needs. They've got solutions for everything. Right. Invoicing, they accept mm-hmm. online payments and deposits, cash, bank transfer, credit and checks, AOK as well. How about expenses? Automatically import expenses from your bank. You want time tracking? They got that too, Al. Monitor team progress to know how and where time is spent. And in these day and age, this day and age, with the computers, God knows what people are doing. Well, this invoicing thing, my uh, Al's condom store is going to look really cool because I'm going to have professional-looking invoices, and I'm going to have my own logo on it. I love that. It's just a condom with eyes, like, you know, like eyeballs. That's my logo, and it says Al's condoms. But using FreshBooks, Jerry, you're telling me that I could have that logo on my invoices and accept online payments and deposits. All of it. And so much. I mean, there's so much they do. Mm. We don't have enough time to actually tell you about it. Yeah. And the best part, too, is you don't have to be a genius because they offer great support. And it's free, fast, and friendly. And you will always speak to a real person. No automated phone attendance. Not now, not tomorrow, not next week, not ever. So someone answers the phone if I've got a question. Well, that's what they mean by a human being who's going to give you fast, friendly service. Oh, I see. So hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's Fresh Books, and right now they're offering a free 30-day unrestricted trial, and I love this. No credit card required. Perfect. Go to freshbooks.com slash postgame in the how did you hear about us section when you sign up. FreshBooks Cloud Accounting, do it now. And don't, but don't steal my business idea, Al's Condoms. I'm pretty sure... You're safe on that. Because saying it here is kind of like I've already laid claim to it. I've already got my FreshBooks account, so I could probably even prove it that way, Jerry. I will say this. Someone might actually grab it on Twitter, on, on online with the, um, what's it called? They might register the URL. My domain name? It's very possible. Uh, by the way, Jerry, FreshBooks also has mobile apps for your iPhone, iPad, and you're an Android guy. I am. They have them for the Android awesome. as well. Before we were talking, Jerry, about the uh, the doctor who gave a vasectomy to the wrong yes. person. Yeah. Well, here's another medical mishap. That's what today's topics what are, medical mishaps. On? A woman in China, and I've heard this happen before. A woman in China uh, sealed her eyes shut when she thought she was using eye drops. Oh, my God. And she had grabbed the uh, crazy glue. You've got to be kidding. Yeah, super glue. Yeah, I've heard this before because uh, an eyedropper and a super glue dropper, they're kind of similar. That's why you got to get Gorilla Glue. It comes in a much bigger package. With a big gorilla on it. Yes. So that you would never put in your oh eye. God. So how do they unseal the glue? That's a really good question. They you spent, not read the whole story? They sp- I'm reading it now, Jerry. <laughs> they spent more than an hour separating the woman's uh, eyelashes. Oh, that is horrendous. She didn't sue the glue company, did she? She said, I don't think so. The patient's eyes were not harmed because her her contact prevented the adhesive from making direct contact to her eyeball. So she got saved. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, that is just, that is such an innocent F up. How about this one? This is in the, in the same article. A, a similar incident, this is what I was remembering, took place in Florida where a woman uh, mistook super glue for eye drops and sealed her right eye shut. A doctor pried her eye open if, after it had been sealed for several days and determined she had avoided any serious injuries. Several days? Several days she had it what shut. Are you Look at this for? picture, Jerry, of a closed yeah, eye. Yeah, I'm sure. It's called super glue. It yeah. glues things shut. 
Wow. By the way, it's funny you say that because when we were in, me and my wife were in Philadelphia a few weeks ago, we had a Uber driver. She was great taking us from the Palestra to our hotel after the game, and she was talking about how she doesn't have insurance yet. She was hoping to get it soon as a new driver, her own business. Um, and she had been poor for the last seven or eight years, and she had five kids and no insurance. And she was telling us about all these home remedies she had, a lot with honey and stuff like that. And she had told us how when her seven-year-old or eight-year-old, I forget, sliced his arm, falling off some something in the playground, we can't go to the hospital, I don't have insurance. She super glued, she held his cut in place and super glued it shut. And, you know... It worked. That is a roll in the dice, I think. But you she know, she said her grandmother did it. That's where she learned it. And they do use some type of glue in place of stitches. Sometimes they do. Yes, I think it's dissolvable glue. I've never yeah. heard of super glue, like this woman said. But oh, it all ties in, I suppose. Yeah, I'm always nervous just using the super glue. That I'm gonna get on my fingers. Yes, because then it peels your skin off. Yeah. You don't get it off quick Imagine enough. Imagine jamming that in your eyeball. No, I couldn't. Accidentally. No. And, Jerry, this is going to come as no surprise, but the United States is a, a nation of liars. That comes as no surprise. No surprise. I did uh, not have sexual relations with that woman. Right. Yes. Yeah, so the researchers, for God's sake. Jerry, they talked to 2,000 people. That's not, it. It's a good number. Not the former president, though. 2,000 people. Right. And they found that uh, most people lie all day long. In particular... They lie at work to their coworkers. About what? Now, most of these lies are nice. You're trying to be nice. Okay. So uh, you'll some you'll offer me a, a brownie that you made at home, and I would tell you how good it was. When it really, I think Isn't it's that not lying? good. It's lying to be nice. Yeah, I, that to me, I don't know. The most common lie is being courteous. Yeah, the most common lie they said is, "I'm fine." Well, nobody's fine usually. Right. But to say, I'm fine. Uh, the right. second most common lie is, sucks. this is awesome. I love this present. <laughs> like someone Again, gives you a present. You're being courteous. Right. Well, I think they call those white lies. Yeah. Th- th- this doesn't count. You're not counting this you as a lie. Like you, you wouldn't consider yourself a liar. No. If I'll, it, I'll tell you right now. My yeah. aunt who, God bless her, she has passed away a couple of years ago when I was f- 17 or 18, I would say, late teens, she had gotten and she had gotten into knitting. Her husband, my uncle, passed away. She lived alone and she wasn't older, but she was looking for a hobby outside of work as a single woman now in her 50s, probably. She picked up knitting. So for my 17th, 18th, 19th birthday, I honestly don't remember, uh, but I was with Kim already at the time. So it was after I was 17. I know that. She sent me for my birthday a vest that she knitted. And it was the most atrocious thing. <laughs> you can't wear yeah, it. you can't wear that. And she was so happy and proud. She wrote me this nice note. What do you do with that? You take a photo of I, you in it. I never did that. And send it to her I and didn't thank do her. that. I called her and thanked her for it and told her how much I appreciated her making it. I still have that vest at home. And perhaps when I get home tonight, I will go home and I will tweet out a picture of it. Oh, that'd be and, a good tease for the podcast. Yes. And so she passed away a couple of years ago, and I was going through my closet literally six or seven months ago, and I got to it, and I looked at my wife. I'm like, I I put it in the bag for goodwill, and I took it. I'm like, I yeah, you have can't to hang on to get that. rid of this. I would have crushed her if I told her this is unwearable. So that, to me, does not compare to someone in the White House sleeping with an intern. And That's lying. a lie. Right. This was 
being courteous. That is courteous. Friendly and being human. Hmm. That vest of yours, let me ask you this, Jerry. Do you have kids? <laughs> yes, Al. Come on, man. You do. Seven years, seven and a half years I'm working with you. Yes, I've got kids. Oh, how many? Two, Al. You have two kids. Now, let me ask you this. If you ask me if they're boys or girls, I'm going to come over and punch you in the face. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll know the answer to that by this next question. Do they play youth sports? They do. Are you a oh, coach? So girls don't play youth sports, Al? Um, you said by that next fair. question, you'd know. That's fair. Are you a coach? Yes, Al. I coach. I coach four teams right now. Head coach. But you only have two, two kids. How do you have four co- teams? My, my oldest is on three teams. My youngest is on one team. I'm the head coach of two teams. Wow. I'm the assistant on two others. Plus, you have a podcast. And I have a podcast. And I work for Columbia. And I work for Compass Media. And Boomer and Carton. And 1010 wins. Hmm. I do some things. Then you're going to need this, Jerry. Team Snap. Have it. It's an app for your phone, and it keeps your various Little League seasons organized. Yes and yes. Because you've got evidently two children. One of them, you're saying, is has three teams. He's on three teams. The other kid's on one team. Correct. And you're coaching two teams. And a lot of different sets of parents. That's a lot of things to keep track of. So what I would recommend, Jerry, is that you get Team Snap. Well, I have it, and I will recommend oh, that do. people listening get Team Snap if they are a coach or a parent, and it makes life so much easier. Yeah, so Jerry, much easier. you're going to save hours of time and have a real easy way to communicate and coordinate with all the other parents with Team Snap. Yeah, and for me, the best thing about it has been when I have to change a venue. Like, yeah. we're only a month into practice, and it seems like every week – I'm literally changing the field we're practicing on and or changing the time of practice right. or the pickup time. And with Team Snap, it organizes everything so much easier. And it rhymes with app. It's an app on your phone. Team Snap is an app. Yes, Al. On your telephone. And if you go to teamsnap.com slash postgame, there's no credit card required, Jerry. How much is it? it will, you get a season Absolutely free. So if someone signs up now, they can get the entire baseball season for free. For free. Tremendous. Teamsnap.com slash postgame. For coaches, for moms and dads, kids and pets. You seem like you're getting emotional right now. Oh. Is it because you don't have any kids and you want Team Snap? I don't have kids. Uh, But if I was thinking of having kids just so I could use the Team Snap app. Why don't you get Team Snap and Mm. just follow along with my team? Follow your team. Yes. Then every morning I could be more specific. I could say, Jerry, how was that 4 o'clock baseball game? And I would say, perfect, because as you can see, it went off without a hitch. Hmm. And then you can come see some games and watch how I coach. I will do that, Jerry. Al, this has been great, man. Have a great St. Patrick's Day. Take it easy. You too. Are we doing a podcast tomorrow on Friday? Well, tomorrow's Friday. I have to get out of I have to leave right at 10 o'clock. I would like to propose this. All right. Next Friday. All right. Let's do a listener uh, questions. Yes, a, on a podcast, a listener slash Twitter based podcast, where we will tweet out when we're about to start, and we take and answer questions. Okay, as dumb as they might be, we'll answer them. I like and it. as complex and interesting as they are, we will answer questions for twenty minutes. All right. They can be personal. They can be show-related. They can be about our parking. They can be about Eddie. They can be about Bob, who talks a lot. It can be about whatever. Anything. Well, you can cover anything. You like it? I like it. Next Friday. All right, Jerry. Done deal. Enjoy the weekend.
with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.